This is a HeadGum Podcast. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. I want to know who motherfucking representing it here tonight. Hold on, hold on. Explain myself. You said you can't hold me down. You said you can't hold me down. Murder on the beat. Taking a mirror. Head gum. If I were you. Everybody get your motherfucking crap clothes. I'm a shorty and she doesn't want a koi song. Sees the cheese last year, life goes on. I've been listening to these two Jews in so long You need advice, why don't you ask these bros It's a podcast, you don't need no cable It's not hard, girl, you just need your iPhone Let Jake tell you why you suck in a microphone With your iPhone, gotta hit the podcast With your iPhone, gonna put you on blast And they going long, but it's alright Yeah, the show is long, but it's alright I got a long drive, Hey. Whoa. Very nice. A nice for what remix by Creme Brulee. Good rap name. Yeah, it's like a Fiery nice, Sugar. That's right. Uh, not unlike Headgum, Fiery Sugar. Why is that? Uh, just because like head, of course, is a fiery, passionate part of your body. And no, then sugar, gum, obviously. That's, that one works. That one's obvious. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah, the first like, one less I don't so. even have to explain. The first one is so unobvious it's that it so, might be wrong. It's so clear to me that gum and sugar is like the same thing that like i it's a waste of time to even clarify that well you were wrong so we don't have to clarify anything uh his twitter ig and soundcloud are all creme brulee pdx nice i guess he's a portlandian that makes sense uh they i have songs on all music services and please ask fans to check out my podcast adolescence it's a good name too on the apple podcast app Good shit. Addo lessons. Welcome back to America, Blumenfeld. Oh yes, we are. Re- we have returned from we our voyage returned. abroad. We were in Iceland. We were in Ireland. We were in Amsterdam. We were in London. We and were of course, in Portugal. Yes, Lisbon. And don't forget the day we were in Bruges. <laughs> yes, we spent an hour in Bruges, watching in Bruges. Technically, we were in Brussels and not near Bruges. Oh. <laughs> I watched the wrong movie then. Of course. You think anybody's ever taken a trip to f- the exact order of countries we did? I don't know. It was pretty random. Yeah. A trip from Iceland to Amsterdam that's to normal. London. I think that's normal so far. Iceland, Amsterdam, London. Yeah. And then to throw in Portugal and Dublin. Yeah. It's the it's that last little hiccup. Yeah. Like, Dipping into Lisbon, then then shooting back up to Dublin. Before yeah, nobody home. would do London, Portugal, Dublin. That's right. Not a, it makes way more sense to do London, Dublin. Yeah, because you're already in the UK. Right. Or like Amsterdam. Yeah. I guess, I feel like the cheaper flights are usually from London home, though. Right. Like, so you, you want to end in London. Yeah. Not us. Oh, no. We not us. Fuck. Well, we had the shows to dictate our oh, yeah, schedule. Oh, yeah, we did give a fuck. So we had the uh, Amsterdam show on Monday, which was great. It was yep. very fun to be in a new city, doing a show for new fans for once. For one time. Beautiful place, of course. 
ate delicious food. Then we had an awesome show that Wednesday in London. Yes, we did. We took a lovely train ride that morning. Yeah, that was a six-hour train ride. We had to do. We had to go through passport security in Belgium. Yeah, the train went from Amsterdam through Belgium, and then at Belgium you get off, and then to get into London they look at your passport. It feels almost like a dream that we were ever even there, like yeah. wandering around the Brussels train station <laughs> trying to get onto a train to get to London, trying to find a thing to eat. <clears throat> and then, um, then in we did a Wednesday show in London, which is great, obviously. Of course, fans were the best, as they always are. Then we had three days to kill until our show in Dublin. So we hop a quick flight to Lisbon. Real quick. Two and a half hours. Uh, which we had never been to. Right. But you had a friend there. My friend Eddie. Eddie Gaga from high school. We didn't know what to expect. No. We had I, no idea. I don't know if it was going to be like Barcelona, a new modern city on a beach. Is it going to be like Jerusalem, an ancient city that, you know, um, has a lot of character? Sort of a little bit like both. Yeah. It had, uh, it had r- really hilly vibes. There yeah. was a Golden Gate Bridge replica there, it seems. So sort of like San Francisco meets Rome. Yeah, it was just ancient buildings and then also a port and then also beaches and then also there was a Golden Gate Bridge. Yeah. I didn't look up to see why there was an identical Golden Gate Bridge. A giant red double arched bridge. Didn't Eddie say it was the same like the same guy did yeah. both of them? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I wonder if that's true. We didn't we didn't question it. Yeah, it's like he did one and then they asked him to do another one and he's like, Yeah, I have a new plan for yeah. you. Hey, you're awesome at bridges. Will you <laughs> will you make one for us? Yeah. Wait till you see what I come up with. <laughs> Shit. It's a big red bridge. It's the same fucking color and everything. I wonder which one came first. We'll never know, unfortunately. And then a great show in Dublin. That was a great show as well for a Sunday night. People turned up. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. And then we went to Coppers. We had to go to Coppers. We had joked about it enough that we actually ended up going to Coppers. I guess it's like one of Europe's most famous dance bars. Is it really? And then within Dublin, it's like almost the only famous dance bar the entire city goes to. Is that true? Yeah. It won some award for like Europe's best something or other. Wow. And so many people hate on it. I know because it's like, I guess it's like McDonald's. It's fun to hate on like the number one. Right. But then you find yourself there at midnight and it is fucking good. Well, last, like two years ago, we went there. We were in Florida. How busy it was on a Friday and Saturday. Long line, oh, yeah, multiple floors, densely packed. Couldn't so it's even perfect breathe. on a Sunday. Yeah. We went on a Sunday and it seemed like the most popular bar in LA. That's the equivalent. Yeah. yeah. So, but like to, <laughs> to Coppers, that was a slow night. Yeah. But to us, this is, it was like perfectly busy, I think. You right. You kind of walk across the dance floor. And we left. Con- quote unquote early at like one thirty in the morning on a Sunday. Yeah. Like what the hell? Like it's hard to find something that's that popping and even even in a popping city, one thirty p one thirty in the morning on a Sunday. Yeah. Uh but coppers brought the heat. They really did. And we sort of joked that uh during the show like hey we'll meet everyone at coppers so like a lot of people came and we yeah. just hung out with a lot of people <laughs> at coppers which was great because we had been hanging out just the two of us basically for well actually in portugal we had eddie yeah um, but for yeah, roughly had... the the good part of a decade yes that's true uh, but it was fun to hang out with fans coppers by the way i guess is a uh the local nickname for something called copper face jacks mm-hmm. um and the number one question on google when i searched copper face jacks it has 837 reviews. The n- most frequently asked question is, is it just farmers that go there? Which I know was a thing uh, that happened, but I guess a lot of farmers go there. Interesting. Well, I we didn't, didn't see any that. farmers. Yeah. 
Or maybe they none, were. None that were outwardly farmers. Nobody was wearing overalls and a straw hat. I'm actually looking at pictures of it. There's a fucking banquet room there. Like, you can eat at Copper's. It's huge. I mean, it's like three <laughs> stories, and we only were on the first floor in the basement ever. Yeah, look at this. There's like a whole living room set up upstairs. Oh, yeah. What was going on up there when we were there? Uh, we didn't end up going to the banquet. Maybe it was closed. I should have my bar mitzvah there or something. Was so, it, wasn't your bar mitzvah like 20 years ago? Oh, yeah, but you can have another one. <laughs> All right. I want to become a man again. There's a fucking... Buffet at Coppers. We could have had brunch at Coppers. <laughs> Why did we go out to dinner? <laughs> we could have just eaten at Coppers. Why did we even do it? Maybe we could do a show at Coppers. Oh my God. Can you imagine? That'd be so dope. So then there are. Dublin, we're coming back. <laughs> uh, all right, but we are back in America. It's so nice to be back in a place where people speak my language, but like. They spoke your language in. Dublin yeah, but and it felt like it, it felt like they were struggling to learn the like language literally everybody yeah. in amsterdam spoke english i know but they had a fucking what's it called accent. yeah an accent like what is that like You're... don't say oh do you want anything to eat like say do you want anything to eat you're gonna critique people's accents <laughs> yeah because like they speak you understood them yeah i understood them because like it, the onus is on me to fucking translate you're a xenophobe Huh? <laughs> what is that? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what words are. I just know how to talk good. That's the difference. Uh, no, it did, it did felt like every place felt like not too foreign. Even Iceland, everybody speaks very oh, yeah. English very well. Um, I, yeah, the only word I learned on the entire trip was uh, obrigado. 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 Which is how you say thank you in uh, Portuguese. Yes. I also learned that Brazilian Portuguese and Portugal Portuguese are two very different Portugueses. Uh, your buddy compared it to like dropping someone from Scotland into Staten Island. That's how different their English is. Yeah. It's like the same language, but. You could they, understand each other, but right. the, the accents are just like crazy. Yeah. Uh, all right. Anyway, this is If I Were You, the only advice podcast on the internet hosted by us. Yeah, yeah. Uh, since we went through so many questions for our live shows, I figured, why don't we get some quick hits from the twits? Uh, tweeted, do you have any quick questions for us to answer on our uh, lightning round Twitter episode of our show? Yes, yep, yep. Uh, we have over 100 questions so far. Holy shit. Wow, wow, wow. Are you reading? Do you have any good ones? Uh, yeah, I do. Okay. What were your favorite cartoons growing up? Oh, who now? said that? Strunk Cartoons. Oh, that's the guy that makes our cartoons. Yeah, that's, it makes sense that he's curious about cartoons. Good shout out. He just made an awesome one with my uh, turning my moon in, what was it, barn? Oh, yeah. Uh, the uh, house oh, yeah, with a the garage. garage mouth. A garage musical. He the animated it. The clicker's the bad guy. We put it on our Facebook. And the moon's and our, the love interest. I'll put it on ifireyoushow.com so you guys can watch it. It's really funny. Favorite cartoons growing up. I watched a lot of cartoons growing up. Like, after you come home in the afternoon and it's DuckTales, Rescue Rangers, um, Goof Troop, like those Disney cartoons, after school style. Oh, yeah, big time. Then Saturday morning, we got Nick, we got Doug, we got Rugrats, we got Ren and Stimpy. Those uh, are all you, what you watched? Yeah, I watched them all. Then, like, growing up, then there's, like, uh, primetime cartoons. We got... Simpsons, we got South Park, we got Family Guy to some extent. Oh wow, yeah, I watched I watched all of the I, I think I grew up loving the Simpsons. That was like the family show. That was what we, what we watched with the family show, family. But did you watch like cartoons as a kid, like uh, Saturday morning cartoons like Casper? 
Yeah, I remember watch like when I was little, I watched like all you know Looney Tunes. Oh yeah, then there's all that stuff, Looney Tunes. Um, and then there was like this James Bond cartoon that I was really into. Oh, Scooby Doo too. The James Bond cartoon was the shit though. I used to watch that before school. Is that like the? Does it? Kind of like the Batman cartoon. Yeah, I think I think so. Oh, Animaniacs. I never watched Animaniacs. <gasps> Tiny Toons. Did you watch that? No. Those are really funny. I know. I never. I never got into it. Uh, Probably I was too big, smart for you. I was on, a little. I was, a little too cerebral no, for Jake. What about, Doug. I was on. I was binging the Doug, dude. <laughs> I binged Doug. Banging on a trash can. <laughs> Drumming on a street light. Yeah, I can see you're wearing a Beats shirt right now. Oh, I love the Beats. Uh, Doug's probably the goat cartoon, I think. Really? I think Doug is the greatest cartoon of all time. What What, what was the appeal of Doug? It was just this lost kind um, of adolescent. Skeeter. <laughs> Patty. Patty mayonnaise. mayonnaise. Yeah. The Lamar Bone. They're Roger all great. Klotz. Mr. Dink. Very expensive. Did you used to watch uh, Ren and Stimpy? That one. Was, I did. Like, yeah, really I was big into up. Ren and Stimpy. Yeah. Uh, Pepper Ann. It was a Pepper Ann boy. Yeah. <laughs> Pepper Ann. Pepper Ann. Way too cool for seventh, seventh grade. grade. What about uh, Hey Arnold? Did you ever watch that? Yeah, I loved Hey Arnold. Yeah, I, mean, I never damn, watched hey cartoon. Arnold. I was just so into cartoons. Yeah. Our kids, kids don't. Do they have cartoons anymore? Yes, they do. They we do? probably just don't watch them because they're made for children now. But like, they're not all. I've, I don't know. I just feel like there's like. I guess SpongeBob's. Yeah, SpongeBob was a little. I was a little too old, and like Ed, Ed, and Eddie was like another one that I didn't watch. Or Powerpuff Girls. Yeah, when I was in college, I I shifted to uh, Family Guy, and I guess that was the last cartoon I ever watched. Yeah, it's hard to go back. Um, Oh, Duckman! Did you ever watch that? Uh, Duck is that Darkwing Duck? Is that the same? No, Darkwing Duck is like a Disney show. Duckman was like Jason Alexander was kind of a fucked up like cartoon for adults on USA. All right. We got to get, this is lightning round. We're fucking taking forever. I love talking about cartoons. Though. Okay, what else we got? You should do a cartoon podcast. Oh. There's so many cartoons. There is a lot of cartoons. Yeah. An animated podcast about animation. Yeah. All right. We'll think about it. Okay. Uh, here's a popular question we get, which is uh, also a question we get on got on the road a lot. This one is specifically is from Ajak Tweet. Amir, do you ever plan on going on not another D&D podcast? I had that tweet ready to go for my next question, actually. I know. People love it. I'm afraid there's so much pressure on it. What if I'm not good at it? I like that we're going from, haha, I'll never do it, and haha, I'll never let Amir be on it, to like, maybe you should be on it. <laughs> I just have to think I of I a do? character. Uh, yeah, I think you should. I think you should come on it. Uh, but like, where does your thing take place? Is it in planet earth at a specific time or is it like a magical place in the future or past yeah it's that it's more like you know uh middle earth uh it's like a realm called bahumia right but it's like earth like yeah uh, there's just like monsters dragons yeah uh it's it's like a fantasy right but i would be a human or i could be like a talking chipmunk or something um, you could be some version of a talking tri- chipmunk. I don't, I don't, there, we'd have to like ask Murph what kind of like animal people there are. Uh, there might be, a, I know there's like cat people. There's like lizard people. Right. Maybe there's a chipmunk. All right. We'll think about it. Whenever you need a really big episode, I'll make my debut and then should, I want to die. I want to die off of it. Oh, you could definitely, I mean, uh, we played with Nathan and we played with, uh, we played with Nathan Yaffe and uh adam uh conover yeah adam conover and they both uh they both survived but they almost 
Actually, Adam didn't really almost die. Nathan really almost died in in his episode. We yeah. could probably kill you. Yeah, I want to die. Uh, what's better? Here's a travel question from Offshore Eric. What's better, checking a bag or carrying on a small suitcase? Oh, this is actually a great question because I I think about how to travel with my luggage all the time. You guys remember my Twinovation episode where I came up with the best idea of all time. Which is shipping luggage to you beforehand. so you don't have to check it in. Yeah. It's basically checking your luggage a day before you fly and then having to be there when you arrive. <laughs> having had the flight. And that sort of, and that is like, I think that exists somewhere. It exists like in Japan on their, they do that on like their trains. Yeah, and they're about 70 years ahead. So what can we do now? What did you, what did, what was your recent innovation? I got the Osprey Farpoint or Farview, no, Farpoint 55, I now, think. Now, is this your unsolicited advice because you liked it or are you still on the fence about it? I I liked it. I think I didn't it was I I it was an enormous backpack yes. in which you can uh, zip up an even smaller backpack onto. So you have like a big backpacking backpack and then like oftentimes you have a big backpacking backpack and then like what do you do with like your small carry-on items? Right. You like have to find a little bag. You got to find like a day pack somewhere. This thing had a day pack that you could zip onto and attach to the big backpacking backpack. (laughs) But Uh, it was like still like as heavy as a carry-on. Oh yeah, it's huge and it's strapped to your back. But the thing, I liked it because I liked having both hands uh, whenever we were running around like i could always easily go buy a coffee right uh, you don't have like to show my passport that. i have to like hold drop that some, yeah uh i think what was tough is that like because of all of the different things we did on our trip it's like it's not ideal for a very very ver- like big variety of trip where you need to have like three pairs of shoes in this thing oh i see so I you're think, saying it was too heavy it was too heavy at some points, I I gave one pair of shoes to my brother when we left Iceland. Right, uh, and then it was good for a few days. But then we like acquired more stuff along the road. And so let's say you're going hard. to New York for a week. I would definitely take this if I was going to New York for a week, and I could wear one pair of sneakers on the plane, put another pair of Vans in the pack. <laughs> uh, and if it's like nice weather, I don't have to bring a big jacket. So you're, it's good if you don't have to get on and off multiple airplanes, and you don't have to get uh put it on and off and then pack too much because it's too heavy. Right. The, I think the big thing was just like when it was hard to close, it was it was a little hard to zip up the smaller backpack onto the thing. Yeah. It was pretty bulbous. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, but if you can like, if you can keep it compact, I think it's the goat travel uh, accessory. Did it And now feel... like, it was a learning curve. Now that I know what I'm doing, I'll be able to travel. <laughs> Did it feel like exercise? Like putting it on and taking it off? Uh. I guess it, yeah, a little bit, but like in a good way. Like I liked uh, feeling strong. Yeah, feeling lean, light, like that I could travel forever. What's your What's your uh, travel? I hate checking bag. I really like. I think the goat travel situation is you got the carry on, and then they tell you it's full, so then you still check it. You don't have to put it up in the overhand because that's sort of the hardest part. It's like when it's crowded, putting it up, taking it yeah. off. So if you can get to the airplane and they're like, actually, we're going to check that for you. Great. I brought it onto the airplane. Then I could forget it and pick it up. But uh, I, I, even on this like two-week trip, I put it all into a carry-on. Yeah, I'm, I'm big on a carry-on. But I, I, like, flying, I like traveling with a carry-on, uh, but checking it. There's just something nice about like not having 
to worry about wheeling some shit around all the time. Yeah, it is kind of annoying when you're like trying to buy something or like hold something and then you have to have one arm on your thing, one with a backpack, one with a fucking sandwich, two bottles of water. And then it's the anxiety of like needing to get onto the plane as soon as possible because all of the overhead will be taken. Right, but then at that point, again, the goat travel they check it for you right i guess the worst charge the worst thing is they let you on and there is no space for your bag in any of the overhead except for at the very very back of the plane <laughs> yeah you have to like wiggle <laughs> through everybody and then like come back towards the front for your seat <laughs> everybody's mad at you you sit down and then like when it's time to get yeah that's the worst when you, you want people to are getting on and off an airplane that's when like all manners go out the window. Like nobody's waiting for somebody else. If there's a stream of people going down the aisle and I'm like waiting to like cut in, it's like, no, they are fucking laser focused on the door. Yeah, they I'm walking your body. It doesn't matter. <laughs> you can't get in. Uh, do you have a question? Sure. Seuss. Uh, Seuss five. Must've got that early. Whoa. Yeah. That's a really fucking good name. Seuss five says going to Vegas this summer. <gasps> how can I get my nerd ass friends to have fun there? Oh shit. I guess it depends on what kind of nerd ass they are. Are they math nerds that you can play roulette with? Are they sports nerds that you can gamble on sports with? Are they poor nerds that you can go to a strip club? Are they food nerds that you can eat a buffet with? Are they massage nerds? You can get a fucking spa. Are you on like a visit Vegas? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just thinking about it a lot. There's a there's a bunch of ways to do Vegas. That's why I love it so much. Because you do you love can, Vegas. I love it so much because you can do it one way with one person, another way with a different person. You can spend the entire day in a sports book. You can spend the entire day at a pool fucking rave or do whatever the hell you want. There's a lot of ways to do it. My advice is to only go for two nights though. You don't want to spend that third night in Vegas. Yeah. That's when it starts to get really hard. I think the cool, one of my favorite things to do in Vegas is to like spend the day at a pool and then like take a really luxurious shower uh, and then go to a very fancy dinner. Oh, like a fucking steakhouse this, with Kobe beef. I sort of and always $114. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm going to lose 200 to $300 tonight. So instead of doing that, I will spend it on a really extravagant dinner yeah and then i go and i lose two hundred dollars after <laughs> that anyway gabrus has a good tradition he says when he goes to vegas he gets all of his friends to like put like a hundred dollars on a single roulette spin so if it's like 10 of them they each put in a hundred bucks they put a thousand dollars on a color of roulette if it hits they eat dinner for free at a really awesome place and if it doesn't hit then they go to in and out and they have an awesome time anyway so it wow. feels like a win-win situation that's really yeah that's awesome that's very cool <laughs> i want to go to vegas with gabrus <laughs> yeah fuck it i'll pay for the in and out uh you could also get drunk for very very cheap or free like you can buy alcohol on the way to vegas or in the airport or whatever and then like get drunk there's no there's no like uh open container laws yeah you can just walk around with alcohol so you don't need to like go and buy drinks at a bar and then also while you're gambling you get free drinks god it's so fun. so just try not to spend money on alcohol it's such an exciting drive or flight everyone's having a really awesome time on the way to vegas yeah but the worst is leaving vegas everybody's <laughs> having such a you're having the worst time ever on the way back from vegas just sitting in traffic with <laughs> it's super hot everybody lost money of course well, that's the thrill of victory and the agony of defeat. I guess we should go to Vegas. Maybe when Skeets goes to Vegas. That's next week. He's fucking, they're going for summer league and we're going to be at fucking Sarah's wedding like a bunch of idiots. That's not, 
This sucks. <laughs> That's going to be a great <laughs> wedding. Oh, my God. I guess I'll try to fucking gamble on the vows. Give me a fucking over-under for how many times Carnell's <laughs> cries. Uh, do you have one last one we could do before break? Uh, yes. Aaron Stein says, <gasps> what is the best country you have visited? And his Twitter handle is the Icelandica. So I wonder if he's from Iceland. <laughs> uh, favorite country on this trip? Maybe. I think all time. Oh, God. It's too hard. I really like... Uh, I liked Amsterdam on this trip a lot. It was very, like, beautiful, but also fun. So yeah. It had a good, like, like, mix like, of... sleek, modern, had a lot of history, but also, like, yeah. big, wide streets, canals. It was super pretty. Yeah, cool new things to do. Yeah. So I'll go Holland just for the novelty factor. Or, sorry... The Netherlands. The Netherlands. Netherlands. What about you? Uh, Canada. Whoa. Just kidding. <gasps> Fuck those guys. <laughs> Trudeau is weak and dishonest. <laughs> uh, favorite country I ever visited? Mm. I forget it. Okay. Matter. That's fair. Yeah. No, Iceland. Iceland? It's, that's why I've gone back so many times. Three times. Trice. Uh, here's just a little sister question since it's related and we can do this before break is uh, heart shaped box writes least favorite city. Ooh, least favorite <laughs> city. Yeah. It's gonna, in, it's hard. Yeah. Like in America. Uh, sure. <laughs> um, it is hard. There's like something about Boston. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> it is hard because there's so... Actually, fucking Boston has no redeemable fact. Yeah, no, Boston sucks. Uh, I don't like Washington, D.C. as a city. Oh, I like D.C. The weather is usually bad and it's very spread out and it's just a lot of people who are immersed in politics and that gets draining. And then it feels like more like a series of museums and monuments than an actual city. I like the big, like the openness of Washington. It feels like a city that's like stretched out, real, like pretty wide, because you have all the the monuments, the museums, and and stuff. That being said, we'll still do shows there, for sure. Oh, don't get me wrong. We'll go anywhere for cash, money, money, money. Uh, all right, let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll try to answer even more questions right after this. Thank you to Squarespace for sponsoring this episode of our show. Bless you. Uh, uh, did I sneeze? <laughs> no, I was blessing them for sponsoring us. Oh, I see. Bless them. Uh, Squarespace is the greatest way to build a website. Gazuntait. <laughs> so you did think I sneezed. That time, yeah. <laughs> Squarespace is the greatest way to build a website. Yes, there it is. <laughs> um, it has very simple drag and drop technology, so you can design it effortlessly. Mm -hmm. You don't need to know how to code at all. Finally. And you can still just come up with a professional looking portfolio or online store. Yes. Exactly. In minutes. So simple. You can even buy a domain name through Squarespace. Oh my God. That's why we hit you with a fresh new domain every single time. Mine this week is HiRodney.com. HiRodney. Yes. If you have a friend named Rodney that you'd like to say hello to hi rodney.com and then you could make the landing page you kind of waving and that's saying cool. hello to your friend rodney that's not too dissimilar from mine which is by rodney.com really but b-u-y rodney.com really? if you want to purchase rodney yeah, a yeah. hello or a chair or something <laughs> right. like that so you, you can, can buy, buy little rodney. rodney things right yeah. that's actually very interesting i might cop that i might buy by rodney <laughs> you buy what i might buy by rodney <laughs> bye bye rodney <laughs> bye -bye i might rodney. buy by rodney <laughs> i might buy by rodney yeah. what are you saying 
<laughs> you can find out at highrodney.com. Uh, well, you can build anything you want, but you should go to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use squarespace.com slash segments to save 10% off your purchase of a website or domain. Amazing. So again, it's squarespace.com slash segments right. and use that coupon code, that promo code segments mm-hmm. So when you're ready to turn that free trial into a real official website for all to see. Beautiful. You get 10% off. They're already low, low prices. Exactly. Uh, so check them out. If you're ever in the need to create a website, remember squarespace.com yep. slash segments. Right on. <laughs> Thanks, Squarespace. <laughs> Thank you to Rocket Money for sponsoring this episode of our show. Rocket Money. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels Mm. your unwanted subscriptions. Yo, that's cool. Then it monitors your spending and helps lower your bills. Wow, very nice. I mean, this is just an instant way to save cash. Yeah, and it's good to save cash because it's good to have cash because that way you can spend the cash that you haven't saved. Whether you want to spend it on a trip or a salad. Right. Like different ways. Those are the two things you can buy right now. Yes, easily. You have to choose. Uh, In fact, Rocket Money has over 5 million users and help them save an average of $720 a year. That's a lot of cash saved. That's half a billion dollars in canceled subscriptions. Man, if I had that much cash, I would absolutely rent like a three-bedroom You'd studio. You'd have hundreds or, of millions of dollars left yeah. over. Well, then I might even do... Well, three, Buy a, a mansion. I would do a Buy three, a yacht. I would do a three-bedroom <laughs> with a one-car garage, but it is, it's attached. It's so you ADU. can actually go right in from... From the garage into the house, passive income, sort of renting that space out. Right. So yeah, if I had how much? How many billion? Five hundred million dollars. So if I had five hundred million dollars, I could have yeah a a a, a three bedroom with an ADU studio that I could Airbnb. You could have a thousand of them. Hundred dollars in yes, you can do whatever you want. Cash (laughs) at that point. You already have the cash. You have the half a bill. What would I do with a hundred dollars a night in an Airbnb? You'd have so much more than that. Interest alone, you can have fifty million dollars a year. Maybe I do two car garage. It doesn't matter because then I would buy whatever. I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to have the second car, but you'd have, if a friend came over and it was raining, they could park in the garage and go right in through the house because, like I said, it's You could change the climate with that much money. It would never rain on your parade because <laughs> you'd be rich. And if you want to be rich, you can go to rocketmoney.com slash segments. That's rocketmoney.com slash segments. That way they know we brought you. Right on. Thanks, Rocket Money. Thanks. And we're back. Hey, yo, yo. Answering as many Twitter questions as possible. What you got? Calvin Yeager. Whom? Calvin Yeager writes, where's the line that you draw for your beard before you decide to trim it down or shave entirely? Oh, good question. Uh, My line is a little before yours. I don't like it when um, my mustache hair goes into my mouth when I eat. It Mm. feels like a little um, invasive. Of the hair. Yeah. And then That's like too much. there's some points where the hair gets so long that it starts like itching my neck and I'm like, this kind of looks and feels gross. So I usually trim. I've never gone completely shaved. Yeah. How long has it been since you completely shaved? Or like even just like you, you used to just do stubble. Yeah. And you've had a beard for like since years. Since LA, now? I think. That's cr- like that is crazy to me. Yeah, I have never gone all the way down. I just think that like you'd want to see have my feeling face. again. <laughs> Not even like to see it. Just like, just I I I, <laughs> I do all of the different facial hair because I like 
feeling different. I like changing it up. Yeah, you know, I like, don't know. Yeah. I feel naked without it. You've like, had the same haircut and facial hair for three straight years. Yeah, well, different variations of it, but yeah, like I went really short last summer, for example, but not like buzzed all the way around. Or I'll go long, but not like past my ears. Yeah. So like that's the range. Like tiny. You're like playing on the margins. Yeah. And I'll go like short, like trimmed beard and longer beard, but I still always have a beard. Yeah. When we were in, uh, when we were in Australia, you had a really long beard. Yeah. I remember that. But you go extreme one way versus the other. Yeah. I'll go like six months beard and then shave it all off to the skin. (laughs) So you go too far and then go too short. Well, I don't think it's too much of anything. I like it. I, I, but I don't really have a, I don't have a line. I guess sometimes I, I go based on like feeling. If my beard starts to feel like really ratty, I'll just shave it all off. Yeah. And then I'll like kind of grow it. And then sometimes I'll be like, oh, I wonder what it'd feel like to have a mustache. And then, like, actually right now, maybe I'll have a mustache tomorrow. Oh my God. Why can not? you imagine? Why fuck, fuck it. Not, Get a dude. fucking goatee. What about, where do you, where do you shave on your, uh, on your chin? That's a guesstimate. I just sort of eyeball it. There's, it starts to get pretty straggly as like the hairs get further and further from their friends. So I'll, I'll trim it up here. Yeah. Every but you so don't often. have like the really neat like jaw. No, I don't. No. Yeah. And I keep it lower. I like to, I like it to go onto my neck a little bit yeah, rather than like completely like clean like that. Sometimes I'll do my neck on like a one or something. So it sort of like blends into the beard. Oh, that's really nice. Yeah. Sometimes I'll use a fucking stick, a sharpened stick and, and I'll just scrape the hair away. Why? And I'll just scrape the hair away. That's awful. Scrape the hair away. Uh, Whataburger versus In-N-Out says Grayson Jant. Ooh, I guess In-N-Out. I don't really know Whataburger. Yeah, I think it's a Texas thing. We haven't had too much of it. If they have good fries, then I'll choose Whataburger, actually. Because In-N-Out's fries are fucking garbage. I guess they're healthy. They're not healthy. Like, no (laughs) fries are actually healthy. Yeah, what makes them healthy if they're still deep-fried potatoes? They're just, like, slightly fresher. They, like, make them using that potato peeler thing, like, that day right there. You can, like, see them making them. Yeah. So, if it's, like, you're sacrificing... Yeah, you're sacrificing a lot of taste for not a huge... It's it's not cauliflower. Right. They're like, oh, these are healthy, and now we're going to put cheese and (laughs) animal sauce on them. Yeah, can I get those healthy fries animal style? Guys, I didn't come to In-N-Out to be healthy. (laughs) I came to eat good fucking fries. Here's one that only you can answer from Snowboarder119 is, what's your hot sauce of choice? I need a decent sauce. Oh, um, I've got a couple. The, my new favorite, though, is that it's a Louisiana hot sauce. It's just called Louisiana Do hot I have to sauce. Find, wait, hold on. I'll find it. I'll find it. One second. I just don't understand the appeal of hot sauce. Is it a flavor thing or is it just like the burning sensation? It's a flavor thing. I mean, like there's like the tangy. But like, can't you get that without like needing your mouth to burn? My mouth doesn't burn when I have hot sauce. Then isn't it not hot sauce then? Um... No, it, I mean, it is. But do you like the thing where it's like, just this is really spicy. Like, can I get that hot or do you get like medium? I, I mean, I can go, I, I don't, I'm not like, hey, Actively so hot. Like it. I want something that like Makes people usually sweat. can't stand. Yeah. Like, I don't like that. Yeah. But I, I, I can do like pretty hot. So it, when they're like mild, medium or spicy, what do you say? I say spicy, but also that's not like me saying like, try to burn my mouth. Yeah. That's just like. Spicy probably gives me the same feeling that medium gives you. But like, what if it's like a Thai restaurant and they're like, trust me, you don't want spicy? I've, Are you like, trust me, I do? Uh, it depends on like what that, 
because there have been plenty of times where like the spicy, like careful, it's like really spicy. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay, then I'll go mild. And then it's like mild is nothing. And then I try the spicy and it's fine. I see. Have you ever had like, this is too spicy, the meal is ruined? Uh, there have been times when I like accidentally put too much sriracha on something <laughs> and it's just like sriracha based mush. Uh, let me see if I can find this hot sauce because it is really good. And for me, nothing beats a glass bottle of that Heinz ketchup. Yeah, it's a little salty. Glass bottle, eh? Yeah, you really need to hit that 57. Don't give me any plastic squirters when just the oil comes out for a little bit. Not interested. <laughs> yeah, that that does that'll ruin that'll ruin a meal for me. Actually, can you imagine a bottle of just the oil? Oops, oh, all oil ketchup. I could see you eating like drinking like finishing a bottle of ketchup and then filling it with water. And being like, it's not that gross. I like a good fucking oil. Oh, it's actually just called the Louisiana Original Hot Sauce. Oh, really? Yeah, and that shit is really good. It takes a little. It tastes a little bit like buffalo sauce. It's got. It's got the tangy. I like a tangy <laughs> sauce. Um, yeah, that's the one. Jeffrey James writes, "What's the best address to have?" And we've even had some replies. Somebody suggested One Almond Street. Somebody sixty nine Boink Street. What about and, Raven's Nest? Oh, that's pretty cool. Do you have the Do you have a best address to have? Um, there was. I feel like we've talked about this question before. Actually, <laughs> you really just want something that's easy to spell. Yeah, like one thousand Park Ave. Yeah, that's a I, cool address. Eighty eight Future Street. Oh, uh, that's really. That, nice. There's a Future Street in uh, Los Angeles. It seems really cool. Yeah, Future that, Street. It's hard when it's like five digits and then like a quarter or a half, like five seven eight nine three and a quarter McCoymer. Right. The worst court. is when it or like east something yeah you know? it's like and you got to put the east we lived otherwise like north lafayette where yeah, if you didn't put north <laughs> lafayette and lafayette was two words and there was like a y and two t's and it's just like come on <laughs> get off of me they don't make me put that into uber eats right now <laughs> i want a ham now one please. almond is actually a great address because everybody knows almond and everybody, it, fucking number one is it's it's one of the best numbers of all time, <laughs> if not the best. It's definitely no, the eight's first. The goat. Eight what? is the goat. Eight Goat Street. <laughs> <laughs> eight Goat Street. Can you imagine? Oh, that does does so that sound goaty? too much like goatsy though? Mm, I guess so. What about twenty five Hot Tub Lane? Love that. <laughs> Love that. There's a street in Amer uh, LA called Avocado. That's a good one. Oh, yeah. Avocado is nice. That's quaint. That's yeah. cute. There's an Aloha Street. That's good. But yeah, like you want the swanky address. Yeah. One almond makes it sound <laughs> like you're pulling into a mansion. Yeah. Like 54 Avocado Street is like, oh, you live in the back house there. It's a cute little bungalow. That's nice. But you don't have a nine car garage. That's what you've got at fourteen fourteen Raven's <laughs> Nest, fifty four eighty three Headache. <laughs> uh, hey Jake, do you have any? Oh, it's a little the fight. Mom, I'm coming. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> we met the dude that made this song. That's right. We met Lars. He came to our Amsterdam show. He was a fucking cool Norwegian dude. Yeah. And he's like, I did unsolicited advice. I did. Mom, I'm coming. I'm like, you are part of our podcast history. And he's like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Not interested. Not interested. Bye. Can we get a drink? No. <laughs> Why'd you come to the show? I didn't. <laughs> what? And then I reached for him and he was gone. Uh, uh, I do have some unsolicited advice, actually. Okay. 
Now, you know that we have gotten several free mattresses via this podcast. Yeah, we don't need to name names, but there have been mattress companies. We've had more us. than one. Yes. Uh, and in the past few few months to maybe a year, my back has slowly started to deteriorate. Mm, I see that you have some sort of pasty scoliosis. Well, I don't back. anymore. But so here's what happened. So I like legitimately was having such bad lower back pain that I didn't know what to do. I was sleeping like on my couch, trying everything, sleeping with like with a pillow between my knees. Yeah. Uh, and what I realized was that I just needed a firmer mattress. Okay. Uh, and we started working with Helix. I took the sleep, like the mattress quiz that sort of just like you tell you tell them about your body type, what you're looking for, if you wake up with pain. I like a quiz that you can't fail. <laughs> yeah, it's all opinion-based. Yeah, that's like our podcast, The Quiz. And they recommended a firmer mattress for me. But get this, you can also take the quiz if you sleep with somebody. So Jill took the quiz as well. Oh, congrats. You guys are sleeping together? <laughs> <laughs> Out of wedlock? You son of a bitch. Uh, Jill took the quiz as well. So we have like, uh, her side of the mattress is like more custom to her. It's a little bit softer. Same mattress, too. Same mattress. Firmness. Yeah. So you like, the first question on the quiz is which side of the bed do you sleep on? Oh. So my side is firmer. And lo and behold, in like a day, my back pain is gone. Holy shnikes. Uh, and that's... Straight up, we already got paid for the Helix ads. Okay. They're, it's over. <laughs> uh, this is just my unsolicited advice. If you have back pain, just check out Helix and see, like, take the quiz based on, like, what kind of mattress you've been sleeping on that has yeah. fucked your back. Okay. Because back pain, like, just destroys you. I used to, I would, like, leave dirty dishes in the sink and, like, not do my laundry for a little while because it hurts so much to just, like, stand up and do shit. I thought you were just being lazy. So did Jill. Yeah. <laughs> like, actually, it really hurts to but do when the you, dishes. But when you wake up and you don't have any pain, uh, it just, like, it sets your whole day right. Nothing beats all, being 100%. That's all Helix, baby. But we they, do have a... We do save have a, my ass. We do have a coupon code, I should say. Oh, all right. Let's find... We can say that then. Uh, so if you're interested in Helix Sleep, you can go to helixsleep.com slash if I were you. You get $125 towards a mattress order. That's awesome, actually. Up to $125, I should say. That's helixsleep.com slash if I were you for up to $125 off your mattress order. Their mattresses, their mattresses are not that expensive. So uh, that extra discount goes a long way. And they're better than those other mattresses because they didn't fuck up Zaddy's back. That's <laughs> helixsleep.com slash if I were you. Uh, what else we got? Um... What? Oh, I think we already answered this. What age do you wish you were and why? Oh, I think we did. We both said like late 20s or something. Yeah, 27. That's the goat age. 27 Age Avenue. Oh, wait, are we answering this right now? Yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Say it again? No, no, we already, okay. we already answered. Great. Uh, where is LeBron going to play next year? It says T-Covax-E. You probably think los angeles of course why wouldn't he want to play on my favorite team for me i guess i hope that he goes to the rockets you hope that he goes to houston i just want to see like i understand that him coming to la would be fun for you yeah because you could like root for la but i don't think that they could beat the warriors correct uh i just want to see somebody beat the warriors that's all I, that's like all I'm rooting for at this point. Got it. So at that point, you need LeBron and then maybe one other player to join the Rockets. If it, LeBron, Paul George, 
Chris, Chris Paul, Paul and James Harden. Harden. Could they all play for that team? Of course not, unless they all took a huge pay cut, which they refused to do. What about Kawhi? Kawhi and LeBron can play with each other in San Antonio or perhaps Los Angeles if the Lakers trade for Kawhi. Why can't they just be like, Kawhi and LeBron just talk to each other and be like, hey, what city would it be fun to live in? Yeah, and that's what I'm hoping they do. And they both say LA at the same time and Eskimo kiss. And, and then go to the, the Clippers. Clippers. Who? <laughs> I just, I don't know. It feels like if the Clippers could do it, doesn't it seem like LeBron would be more interested in like revitalizing, like making a franchise his own? The The Lakers are like no, Shaq's I think he's more. Yeah, I think he's more interested in like playing for that big name, having the most fans, selling the most jerseys, joining the most storied franchise. That would happen for the Clippers, though. No, because the Clippers is like the casual fans doesn't know who the Clippers are. It's like the best base. It's like A Rod playing for the Mets. It wouldn't have happened that way. That's well, not how it goes. You you are looking at it through uh, Laker colored glasses for sure. Yeah, like Le 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 he would want to join the most story <laughs> franchise would, of all time. He would. Yeah, well, that's not an objective opinion. <laughs> yes, it is. No, it's not. <laughs> yeah, even when the Lakers are awful, they have like five times the ratings as Clippers. There's uh, just not a lot of Clippers fans. Well, does like Le does LeBron really care about what team gets the best ratings? Whatever team he goes to would get the best ratings. I think he does. I think he's a business, comma man. Not a business flag. But then he could go to the Knicks. Yes, that's another option. But the Knicks are even more dysfunctional than the Lakers. All right, enough basketball talk. Um, um, Way W Mayfield writes, "Where's LeBron going?" Whoa, <laughs> yeah, like just not for basketball, <laughs> just like for lunch. Yeah, like I think he's gonna go to Chopped today. He might fucking summer in Miami. Uh, Luke Frott uh, says things to do in Pistol Wave in New Haven. I hear there's a strong Hurwitz influence in the area. Really? That's right, man. Where would you go? Perfect day in New Haven. You wake up at an Airbnb on 45 Headache Lane. Oh, very good. And I would go straight to the Starbucks on Chapel and High Street. That's a really nice box. It's a good box. You're getting what? Sous vide egg bites and a cold brew? I would just get a coffee there, you know? And then there's a there's like an acai, a new acai bowl place right next door to the uh, British Museum downtown. That's nice. Very you're, nice. You're getting a coffee. You're getting the acai. Uh, then I'd go for a walk around... Uh, East Rock Park, maybe. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh, to like the Eli Whitney Museum up behind the waterfall. That's nice. Or maybe you take a drive to, to old H Town. You go up for a hike on Sleeping Giant. Why not? Sandwich at Rand Mike's, best deli of all time. Or you could go to Henry's on Whitney. Damn. I could, you know what? Just fucking let's. Let's go to New Haven together. I'd love to take you around. <laughs> you, me, and LeBron starting a new fucking franchise at Hartford. That's such a good feeling to like be able to take somebody around your hometown, though. You don't ever really get that, do you, Blumenfeld? Because you you grew up in the Valley. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I so guess I could take somebody to the Valley. Yeah, but it's just like you go into different strip malls and stuff. Oh, uh, so you're saying because we all already live in L.A., I don't get to take somebody to L.A., yeah, uh, that's not what I was saying. I was sort of saying that Encino sucked, but yeah. <laughs> but like we can eat at like the Aroma. <laughs> Actually, or, that was fun. When I first came to LA and we ate at the Aroma, it was a good time. <laughs> There's a Starbucks there. Uh, oh, but the the pizza, you know, you got you to gotta hit the pizza. And I feel like that you can go to bar for the mashed potato and bacon pizza. Great pizza. This is for nighttime. Yeah, you can go to Frank's, uh, Frank Peppy's, you can go to Sally's. But I I am a um, Delania man now. Huh. Delania. It's uh, low-key the best pizza in New Haven at the moment, I think. 
Wow. Uh, it's on State Street. It's People good. from New Haven love New Haven pizza. They and have some sort of fucking weird affinity towards it. And then since you didn't eat pizza at bar, you can just go to bar to dance and party and rage. That's cool. What's your go-to current TV show to watch? Says you be ultimate bear. What show are you watching now? Straight up, dude, I am watching Billions. <laughs> How much? I love Billions. <laughs> you know what's cool? A Billions. I'm a, I'm a big Billions dude. Are you obsessed? Uh, it's probably my favorite show. Is it like an Entourage Ballers type show, or is it like an actual good show? Uh, it's better than Entourage and Ballers, but it's sort of like, it's definitely like hammy and over the top. Yeah. But it's and like very dudes dramatic. being rich. Yeah, dudes being rich and like everybody like big balls like coming after each other, like yeah. not taking no <laughs> shit, vengeance. Like Jill doesn't like this show. She loves it. Oh, really? Yeah, we both love it. That's nice. I think what's nice about it is like, Sometimes at the end of the day, I don't want to do. I don't want to watch comedy anymore. It's too much. Too you much know, jokes. Too much jokes all day. But then, like, I was watching things like Game of Thrones and uh, just these like shows that were straight up like torturing people and like all the beheading and death and like that sort of weighs on you a little yeah. bit too. <laughs> but Billions is like the perfect middle ground where it's like sometimes a little funny. But it's usually really dramatic, but nobody really gets murdered ever. Right. So there's, you, like, it takes the edge off there. You're not ever like, oh, no, I hope this person doesn't die. Like the, most, the worst thing that ever happens is somebody gets like fired or loses some money. Yeah. And they're also rich anyway. That's fine. I'm binge watching, for the first time maybe ever, Atlanta. You are binge. You never binge. I never binge. I never watch a random TV show. Are you in season two at the moment? I watched the entire season on our flight from Dublin to LA. That's I watched, 10 episodes. I watched you do that. Uh, great show. You're talking about kind of funny, kind of dramatic, a little bit of everything, social commentary, well written, well edited, well directed, well yeah, shot. It's gorgeous. It looks great. And it's uh, just like a touch silly. It's kind of like Donald Glover's mind. It's like, you know, he has lots of like important things to say, but then also a lot of like funny things. So like there'll be like a really tense moment and then he'll be like, eating flaming hot Cheetos. And he's like, what flavor is flaming hot Cheetos? And some guy just like, uh, hot. <laughs> <laughs> Stuff like that. What season are you on right now? Uh, I started the second season, but there's only been two seasons. There's only been two. All right. Really easy to get into. All right, let's get a... Some quick last ones before we run out of time here. Lightning. <gasps> uh, we did the hot sauce, of course. We did the LeBron question, naturally. Would you rather have a baby with Ben Schwartz or Thomas Middleditch? Ooh. I think... I'm trying to think about who would be a better dad. They'd both be really good dads. Yeah, because they're funny and thoughtful. Yeah, they're both kind But if you guys. had to choose someone, why don't you choose one person and I'll choose the other? Um, all right, I'll go with Ben because I yeah, think me he's, too. He's neurotic, <laughs> Ben's the man. <laughs> Ben's neurotic enough to like really keep a baby alive. You know? Yeah, that's good. And I would choose Thomas because like he could probably make the baby laugh and do like story time. And you very think fun Ben could make a make a baby laugh? And Ben's story like time? fine, and when it comes to like voices and stuff, but Thomas is more of a character actor. Fair. Um, sock, sock, shoe, shoe, or sock, shoe, sock, shoe? Says Robinson Laurel. Huh. You put in sock, sock, shoe, shoe, or sock, shoe, sock, shoe? Ooh. I go, I'm trying to, that's such an interesting question. I think I'd change it up. Really? I would never have a full shoe on before even putting a sock on the other one. That, that would never happen to me. I would never have shoe and then barefoot. Oh, wait. I, that's probably <coughs> usually what I do. You go full shoe and then 
sock shoe on the other. Yeah, my morning routine is I put on pants. I put one my leg socks at a time in the pocket. I walk out. I toss my socks onto my shoes. And then I go about my routine. I make breakfast. I make coffee. And then before work, I sit down and I put on a sock and then a shoe and then the other sock <laughs> and then the other shoe. <laughs> are you taking a shower in the morning or are you a nighttime shower? Usually a nighttime shower. So you wake up, just put on clothes, call it a day. Uh, but you know, I actually, this, this goes into another question that I was going to say. Dylan D writes, what's a non-extravagant purchase you made that's changed your life for the better that you think everyone should have? Whoa. It's not a water pick. And <laughs> this one, this water one. Water pick. Oh, sorry. Not can't a be water, water pick. pick. Right. Uh, I was, when I had hurt my feet, uh, I got these like UFOs orthopedic sandals. Uh, or you could do it with Crocs, or you can get like really comfortable slippers. Uh huh. But walking around my house in like my orthopedic, really soft sandals, yeah, is it's just <laughs> sublime. And I think that's why I put my shoes on sock than shoe because my left on my left foot, it's not completely bare against the floor. It's still in my sandal. Yeah. And you have very plump little feet. Like your feet kind of look like resemble potatoes or something. I wish. I have the tiny little skinny feet. That's probably why they break all the time. <laughs> yeah, they're bony. Oh, yeah. we can, we, let's end this, uh, end this episode by talking about how you fell. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you fell when we were walking around Lisbon. Yeah. And everybody who listens to the show regularly knows that I'm plagued by foot injuries. Yeah, that's true. Um, so you didn't fall in a way where you trip, stumble, stumble, fall. I was walking next to you and it's if someone shot you and you collapsed or you fell into an open manhole. Just went straight down. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> and you were holding a bag and it just like splayed and split open. The only thing that I remember is like seeing the bag. Like <laughs> all of a sudden I was like, I was walking one second and then like I twisted my ankle off a curb and then the bag was at my face. I was like, oh, I'm close to the ground now. <laughs> I fell today. You basically rolled your ankle, but instead of putting any weight on it, your body just gave out. Yeah. That was kind of like a good defensive tactic. So it's like instead of like landing on your twisted ankle, you fell into the ground. Yeah. And actually, for the first time, I like should have a hurt ankle or foot, and I don't. It feels okay. <laughs> so it's for the first time your weak ankles and feet actually saved you. Yeah. Because a stronger man would have tried to tough it out, bounce on his twisted ankle, and made things worse. Yeah, my my ankles are made to be twisted, I or think, I guess not really made to be twisted. But they, as soon as they, as soon as they bend in any direction, I fall down. <laughs> you don't you don't fall very often as an adult. It's kind of a rush. Yeah, that was the first time I've fallen in a very <laughs> long time. Yeah, just like on the ground without necessarily wanting to or needing to. Yeah, I hit my knee. <laughs> <laughs> was it scary a little bit, exhilarating a little bit? Um, it was, it didn't hurt. It, I guess it was, it was exhilarating, but then there was like the fear of as soon as I popped up, because my ankle didn't feel like normal. Yeah. It, and I was like, oh no, this could, like the adrenaline could wear off and I will have a sprained ankle. So it was like anxious curiosity. It was like a rush followed by, oh man. Is this going to be okay? Is this going to be okay? Sort of like when you start to get a headache and you're like, do I 
need like a little bit of liquid or am I getting a debilitating <laughs> migraine? What's going to happen? If this was Atlanta, it would be like, that would be a scene and you would collapse and then it would smash cut to you doing like D&D talking about Hard One Surefoot and his like how he thick his feet and calves are. <laughs> that is why I named Hard One Surefoot, Hard One Surefoot. And that's why I gave him thick ass legs. He's the man I want to be. Uh, all right. That's it. That's our time. Thanks for writing. Thanks for tweeting. Thanks for uh, emailing your theme songs. Uh, we're running low, actually. So if you have any theme song submissions, send them to show at gmail.com. If we missed it, maybe resend it if we haven't used it yet. But if you've been sitting on a ditty and you've been needing that extra kick in the pants, uh, do that now. Send it to show at gmail.com. Uh, the opening theme song was Creme Brulee PDX, remember? I love that. The Nice For What uh, parody. And this one is, I believe, um, someone who came to our Dublin show. Daniel O'Driscoll, a 20-year-old musician from Dublin. Good man. Thanks for coming. So thanks, Daniel. If you did. And thanks to uh, you guys for listening. We'll be back next week. Maybe we'll release our London show because that one was a blast. Oh, yeah. And a half. Ciao for now. Peace. I'll just have my uh, triple caramel macchiato and um, actually, you know what? Slit my throat. <laughs> Can you slit my throat for me? <laughs> I'm obviously too much of a pussy to do anything ever again, so I'd like you to do that me that one favor. Punch me in the eye. That was a headgum podcast.